something is wrong, and it's time to stand up. You are listening to the John A. Show. Trust no one. Trust no one. Trust no one. You found it. You're here. You're headlong down the runaway train that is the Anomic Age, and I'm your host, John Age, baby. Happy to be back with you once again, coming at you in the wee hours of the AM. Ooh, baby, we're sitting at September 1st, 2022. It's 1226 AM. Here in the formerly great state of North Carolina. Please check out AnomicAge.com if you've not already done so. Share all the links, like all the likes, and subscribe to all the subscriptions. If you are so inclined, if you'd like to watch this whole thing actually improve, PayPal.me forward slash AnomicAge. Patreon.com forward slash anomic age as well. If you're on one of those platforms we're not on anymore, what would that be? Telegram, Twitch. Uh, it's one more. I can't see what the what the moniker is right now, but uh, Telegram, Twitch, and... Oh, what the heck is it? It's not letting me see it. Oh, well. Nevertheless, we're not on any of that anymore. <laughs> Not a chance, because Restream's making me pay uh, 18 bucks a month now to scream, stream to more than just two channels. So if you would like to check me on any of that other stuff, send me your money. <laughs> to quote the great suicidal tendencies, I would be much appreciated. Because this whole thing is free for you, but not... In the least bit, not even a tiniest bit, free for me. So please, I encourage you, I implore you, I request. If you like this stuff, send me a little quan. It don't have to be a big check. It don't have to be a small check. It can be a tiny check. In the form of Patreon or PayPal. That would be much appreciated. You don't want to know about that. You don't want to hear about none of that. You want to hear about the realness title of this episode this evening is As the World Burns. <laughs> and there are so many things I want to get into this evening. I'm going to try my best to keep this about 30, and I'm going to try to shove a uh, media blitz at the end. I'll keep it as blitzy as possible and try to focus on the realness. <laughs> because it was really occurring to me today, I was looking looking at a lot of news, listening to and watching a lot of other people cover a whole lot of stuff. And this term kept coming up, and it occurred to me that that is part of the problem. What is part of the problem, Mr. Age, you might be pondering to yourself? It's this term. Let me see if I can pull it up. To empathize. 
to empathize. So many definitions. I'll give you a couple. Goodness, that, that nose scratch made me sneeze almost. To empathize, to share the same feelings as another. To feel empathy. Coming from that word empathetic. Empathic. Empaths are people that can feel the same things that other people feel through this uh, lovely psychokinetic sort of way. But something uh, worth mentioning here is to empathize, to empathize with someone. And differentiating from sympathize, here we go with sympathize, is feeling or expressing sympathy. So you feel sad when you see uh, someone struggling or someone uh, that may have suffered a, a loss of a loved one or Suffer the loss of a limb or any, anything like that is usually a sympathize. You feel bad for that person. Empathize, on the other hand, is to share the same feelings as another. Share the same feelings. It's usually kind of predicated on some sort of past uh, common shared experience. Like if you lose a loved one, someone that may empathize with you perhaps may have also lost a loved one. So... Just giving you sort of the dichotomy between empathize and sympathize. But to empathize, to feel deep in your heart. You feel the same as another person. And our society has become inundated with these two dualities. To empathize and sympathize. To feel the same as someone... And to feel sympathetic for someone. And I say that because I think so much of where we are today is kind of predicated on the emotion, not on the reality, not on the evidence. No, not on any of that. It's predicated on the emotion, the sympathy and the empathy. So rather than basing your reality on hardened facts, now we're just going to base it on feelings. And coming from anthropology land, I can talk about this a great deal because it's often brought up when we're talking about the uh, sort of areas of inquiry with archaeology, the processual and the post-processual. The processual being very predicated on the facts, and the post-processual being very empath- – <laughs> I was going to say empathizing or sympathizing, but very emphatic on the feelings and predicated on post-modernism, Marxism, feminism, all that good stuff from the Frankfurt School, that critical theory. Critical race theory, critical sex theory, critical gender theory, critical every theory. It's all a bunch of theory. It's all a bunch of feelings, folks. And our whole society, in case you missed it, has been controlled for multiple generations. It used to be under the guise of obfuscation. Now it's just out in the open, as so much is. So for multiple generations now, we've been pushing this postmodern Frankfurt School, feelings, not facts, based theories in the 
K through 12 indoctrination, college university weaponization. And what we get out of that, those chickens coming home to roost, is exactly what we are seeing in our current society. We're seeing everybody wanting to sympathize and empathize with every form or faction of the downtrodden, of the marginalized, which goes right back to that Marxist school of the proletariats and the bourgeoisie. You see those those horrible bourgeoisie, you say they just don't empathize and sympathize with those proletariats enough. So that's what we see replicated in our society. And if you want to go heavy anthropology here, you got to look into Claude Levi Strauss and his French structuralism. And he looked at the replication of the society within the language and the cultural narratives and folklore of a people. And that's exactly what's going on today, folks. We are replicating our society, or I should say the new wave of our society. If you want to go even more obscure, the the third wave, that Toffler book. Yeah, not even getting into that. But nevertheless, so that's where we're at. Uh, Claude Levi Strauss's big claim to fame, or one of many, the raw and the uncooked. That was right. That right? Nevertheless, that's where we're at. It's the replication of the immorality. Or as I have it in my show notes here, the affirmation of the immorality. We are affirming immorality by not calling it immorality, by not calling it not normal. Our silence is indeed deafening, to give a, a little um, <laughs> metaphoric spin on things. The silence is deafening. And that silence is affirming the immoral. Another show note here that I'm going to probably talk about at a later time in much more great depth is going to be manifestation of delusion. That stupid secret book that Oprah and all these boobs were peddling. Oh, you just got to manifest it. You talk about it. You think about it. You have your little dream catcher wall above your bed or some sort of idios, idiocy. <laughs> but you are manifesting your reality. You're manifesting your reality through your words. That's why the the positive thinking actually does work. That's why negative people, those those social vampires, will suck all the energy out of the room. Of course, that's an absolute fact. They will suck all the positivity out of the room. So you can indeed manifest to a certain degree your reality. And that's exactly I mean it's an open secret in the occult. It's an open secret in those occultic members of the global satanic death cult that have put all this in play through the multi-generational apocalypse. I mean, that's what we're seeing here, folks. They've known this. That's why they've taught this for multiple generations. That's what's going on. They are affirming the immorality. Or I should say we are. We're affirming the immorality through our silence. Our silence is our consent. Our silence is our consent to the immorality. And through that, we are manifesting the delusions of these mentally handicapped, 
individuals, these immoral, global satanic death cult pedophiles. We are manifesting the evil. I could get into a whole side jag on how these occultic rituals are played out through the false flags and through the actual events that have unfolded in our society. But, I mean, we may as well be sacrificing something on some sort of satanic altar and pulling out a Ouija board and some black candles here, folks. Because we are affirming the immorality. We are manifesting the delusion. That delusional reality that we, we all probably have talked about ad nauseum. I can't believe it's so crazy out there. I can't believe this out of the other is going on. I can't believe that we have flipped the script on everything moral in our society to where we are today. That's what's going on, people. That is what's going on. And through that, they have embedded and caused the culture to embrace the victim mentality. And let me break down the victim mentality a little bit for you. The victim mentality is predicated on reaction, reaction, excuse me, or reacting to something else, to an outside force. I mean, if you want to break it down like a scientific theory, you've got... Uh, you know, you're two different groups here. <laughs> and that's what we got in our society. The independent and dependent variables. Those dependent variables are dependent on the independent. Just as the victim is reacting to its surroundings, to its habitat, if you will. So that victim mentality that's been promulgated multiple generations in K-12 through indoctrination, college university weaponization, it's now being mirrored in all the streaming platforms and all forms of media, social and otherwise. Promulgating the victim mentality. The reaction rather than the action. So we have multiple generations of this now. So it should not be surprising to anyone... When you look at all this pedophile grooming mess that's going on across the nation, and you've got mothers and fathers bringing their children to the sacrifice, bringing their children to be indoctrinated. It's like that old, that old Iron Maiden song, Bring your daughters, bring your daughters to the slaughter. Let her go, let her go, let her go. And that is exactly what's going on. We have parents bringing their daughters to the slaughter. Bringing their sons to the slaughter. Openly manifesting the evil. Affirming the immorality. Manifesting the delusion. That is exactly what we have going on eight days a week and twice on Sunday. Here in the anomic age that we currently live in. And back to the emphasis on empathy and sympathy. 
You're supposed to empathize with those disenfranchised and sympathize with them too. You see, six years ago or more, it was just, well, they just want the right to get married. And people empathized and sympathized and affirmed the immorality and manifested the delusion. It went further than that. We had pastors and parishioners of churches doing the same thing. Flying in the face of God. That's called blasphemy, folks. Me and my daughter have actually been reading a lot in the book of Job. Where it talks about God removing the hedge of protection on Job. And taking away all that was given to him as a test of his faith. And as God removed that hedge of protection, you saw all the things Job had been given fall away. And blasphemy is one of those things that God doesn't take lightly. And we have been blasphemous as a people, as a culture, as a nation. Wow, centuries? I mean, over 70 million domestically murdered children sacrificed to the flames of Moloch, paid for by your tax dollars. And you got to empathize and sympathize with those who might not want to be pregnant. Well, maybe they were impregnated by that less than 1% that claims it was rape or less than 1% that was incest. Yeah. You've got to empathize and sympathize and pay with your tax dollars, giving that affirmation of immorality, giving that manifestation of delusion manifesting the evil and blaspheming to God over and over again, generation after generation. So the empathy and the sympathy go hand in hand with this because we have been brainwashed into believing that we're supposed to empathize and sympathize with every form, fashion, and faction of those that we have been taught culturally through that brainwashing, K through 12 indoctrination, college, university weaponization, through that brainwashing that we have thus been taught has been a marginalized culture. We've been taught that it's all our fault. Those horrible heterosexual white Christian males, those horrible people that give more to charity than anyone, that did away with slavery, that fought in the big wars for the freedoms of all, that continue to fund every asinine exploit of this global satanic death cult government to go spread democracy, otherwise kill, murder, rape, maim, and pillage. Again, same old thing. Affirmation of immorality, manifestation of delusion. This is all very clear, cut and dry occultism. That's all this is. And now we've got people openly bringing their daughters to the slaughter all across the nation because we're supposed to empathize and sympathize. Yeah. You see that homeless person, he's probably just out of work and out on his luck. I mean, there's no way he could just be a drug addict. There's no way he could actually just have a house down the road and not want to work. 
Well, there's no way. I mean, he's got a cell phone. Whoa, how do you get money for the cell phone? Oh, he's smoking a lot. I wonder how I got money for the cigarettes. Oh, I wonder how I got money for this. No, we're supposed to empathize and sympathize, right? And when somebody breaks into your house and does some damage, steals some of your stuff, we're supposed to empathize and sympathize because it's probably our fault because of uh, those terrible white heterosexual Christian males were oppressing somebody somewhere, right? Great, great, great grandpappy 30 generations ago was oppressing somebody somewhere, so we've all got to pay this immeasurable generational long toll for something we don't even know anything about, right? Empathize and sympathize, people. Know those two words and understand when you are being tricked into empathize and sympathize and thus affirm the immorality and manifest the delusion. It's nothing more than an occult ritual, folks, whether or not you want to believe that or not. That's what's up. All right, let's get into a media bliss, shall we? Because we got so much to cover, it is nauseating. Let's cover this one real quick. We got a video for you. We're at 21 minutes. Let's hit it. Let me see. We got the breaking news here. Let me hit the appropriate button. And we're off. From Greenwich, that's where a controversial video has town leaders calling for investigations. Channel 3 Stephanie Simone is on the breaking news desk with more right now. Stephanie. Mark, the Greenwich first selectman is calling for an investigation after a video appears to show a school administrator admitting he avoids hiring conservatives. Let me run this down for you. This is a Project Veritas video has kind of been making the, the circuit here. And I want to decode all the bull for it. Because appears to say, appears to, appears to this or that. No, it's blatantly obvious. There's no appears to like it. These are the same morons that would go forth in the Rodney King trial and stoke the flames of discontent by saying, oh, my gosh, oh, this shows. Well, it did show the cops beating this guy to death or at least darn near death. But we're supposed to take that video at face value, but then we take this video as, oh, it appears to. It appears to. Yeah. The sun appears to rise in the east and set in the west. It appears to be a big shining star in the sky. It appears to be really hot. Let's go. And Roman Catholics. The undercover and heavily edited video was made by Project Veritas. Here we go again. Heavily edited video. This is more complete and utter boulder dash, people. It's not a heavily edited video. No. They edit the video, of course, to cut out like a 30-minute segment talk when the, this individual or anyone they're interviewing. I mean, this is just common practice, people. 60 Minutes does a, an interview of somebody. The, this thing, a video, might take two hours. So they're going to edit out the parts where the guy is talking about his socks or talking about some off-camera or this idea. It's not a heavily edited video where they're slipping in something that wasn't legitimate, where they're cutting parts out of the conversation to splice them together like the mainstream media does. No, this isn't heavily edited. It's edited to cut out parts that have nothing to do with the story and put it together to show you the parts that have to do with the undercover story. Back to the story. That is a controversial group that specializes in hidden camera undercover video. 
controversial group only because they expose the global satanic death cult, the lies of PSYOP-19, the lies of the public indoctrination centers, and the just overall morass of scum, villainy, and filth that we are immersed in. This video appears to show a COSCOB school assistant principal, Jeremy Boland, talking about hiring young and progressive candidates for teaching positions. Greenwich School Superintendent Dr. Tony Jones addressed the video in a letter to parents saying, quote, late last evening we were made aware of a video that had gone viral with a current administrator from COSCOB school. We intend to do a full investigation, and until that time, we will not make any public statements. We do not, however, support any opinions that promote discriminatory hiring practices based on race, religion, gender, or age in any way. Race, gender, or age anyway, but they didn't mention any sort of political affiliation. So I guess that's just fine. I mean, that's what the crux of this is, that they are discriminating against people uh, what do you want to say? Right of Mao? That's what this communist scumbag is talking about here. But they make sure to not mention anything about political affiliation. So that's fine. So, I mean, yeah, we won't discriminate against race, sex, or gender. But, you know, say nothing about political. We want to remind entire community that our curriculum policies and procedures are strictly enforced by our board. Clearly they're not strictly enforced or this video would not have surfaced. The town's first selectman also reacted to the video saying, quote, I see no reason to suspect it is not accurate, is shameful and needs a full investigation into not only this administrator, but the damage caused to applicants past and Republican Senate candidate Leora Levy is speaking out about what was said in that video tonight at 6. And we'll have more on this coming up at 5. Live in the newsroom, 70 Simone, Channel 3, Eyewitness News. I don't think there's much more to say regarding this. I mean, this says it pretty plainly. You got one of these uh, school administrators openly admitting that they're trying to and only hiring communist trash to teach your children. K-12 through indoctrination, college-university weaponization. This is not by accident. This is a plan. A plan orchestrated by multiple people over multiple generations, dare I say a conspiracy, to undermine... What once was the moral, ethical, Christian fabric of the country and in its place supplant it with globalism, Satanism, immorality. And communism is really just the mechanism to bring all the other garbage in, you see. Pedophilia, bestiality, all that stuff. I mean, communism is just the Trojan horse that they use to orchestrate this fiasco. And it's used to orchestrate because it's really easy to teach that uh, communism and socialism, all this leftist bull. It's very easy to mold those young minds, as one of these people said to me one time. 
to mold their young minds into the acceptance and acquiescence of what they perceive to be just an economic sociocultural plan when in fact it is really a much more dark, twisted, and malevolent plan of global Satanism, pedophilia, all this stuff. I mean, that doesn't really resonate real well with even the most brainwashed, idiotic 18-year-old. But, I mean, after they're in the cult for a while, then they begin to accept more and more. That's how the grooming works. That's why the grooming is not just applicable to grooming young children into the acceptance of pedophilia and trans and all this other hogwash, but it's also applicable into acceptance of these other more heinous mechanisms. I mean, that's that's, that's really what this all boils down to. Because if you can get people to accept it at this age, then they're not very likely to return back to normality after a certain age. Kind of like if you don't teach a child to speak at a certain age, that's just not going to happen. <laughs> it's not. But uh, kind of the same thing. If you do teach them and ingrain this communist nonsense into their heads, it's not really very likely that they're, they're going to return back to normal, that they're going to uh, rebuke all their indoctrination because it's been so ingrained. Just as you almost are always going to love the music that you grew up with in adolescence or the the songs that your mom or dad listened to on the radio when you were a little kid, you're almost always going to love that sort of soundtrack of your life because it is, in fact, a soundtrack of your life. You hear those sounds and you are taken back to, you're teleported back to that time. You can almost empathize if you want to get all technical with it. Just the same way it smells, but music is much more readily available. It's much more uh, easy to mass produce. That's why we don't have smells as far as the the media goes. We have songs. We have images. We have all these things. These movies that you grew up watching. These TV shows you grew up watching. They connect into your subconscious. They connect into your spirit, into your heart, into your mind. So it's not very likely you're going to go back on these feelings that you are indoctrinated and imbued with. College University weaponization. See there? Anyway, back to this creature. Let's get into this creature and then we'll uh, see how we're looking at the game plot. So for the first time in my life, I'm going to be teaching at a majority white school. And I'm kind of interested to see how um, students and parents react to my classroom. This is another thing that these pieces of human waste like to do. It's all some big experiment. Uh, well, let's see. Let's see how they're going to react to this. And it's all to push a narrative and to push people's buttons mentally and spiritually. Let's see if they will affirm the immorality. Let's see if they will keep manifesting the delusion. Or let's see if they have the temerity to stand up against it. I mean, that's kind of what all this is. People can't really perceive this because they live in this normalcy bias and think to themselves, well, I'm not a piece of human waste. Why I, I don't act this way. So they expect other people to not also act like a serial killer. 
act like a complete deranged individual that's going into situations, pushing buttons, seeing what they can get away with, just like a groomer, and seeing what will be rejected, what will be accepted. Who will be strong enough to stand up? Who will not? And you can juxtapose this to how men and women have been taught and groomed to act in our society now. So the men have been taught to be cucks, total wussified pieces of garbage, or on the flip side of that coin, just off-the-wall, hyper-masculine, crazy people. Like, the, the normal male has been pretty much almost extinct, forced into extinction, because you've got this polarization of, I've got uh, prosthetic testicles on my big jacked-up truck, or I wear my, my wife's skirt sometimes and prance around the house and am a complete cuck in the relationship. So we've got those two realities that have, of course, been infused through that same um, college-university weaponization, K-12 through indoctrination. You get the idea, right? So I think that's why we are at this place in our society where you've got fathers taking their kids to drag shows or mothers and fathers taking their kids to drag shows. And the dads are just going along with the gag. I mean, they're just like, oh, this is great. This is how I'm I'm virtue signaling my awesomeness. And, of course, I've been taught and in, ingrained to not stand up to whatever the, the woman says goes. I, I have no temerity to stand up to that. I mean, that's just this whole sort of side project of this. No temerity, no guts, no masculinity. The males have been emasculated. The women have been hyper-masculinized. <laughs> so you've got these these butch Tyrannosaurus Rex creatures with holes all over them and ink everywhere and all kinds of idiotic hair colors. They're now the butch alpha females, and they are controlling the effeminized beta at best males. So if you're wondering where the action is, where is the resistance, there isn't any because that's our society. And then you've got this fringe element of the the jacked-up truck testicles on the back of the bumper and all that jazz. I mean, that's just another whole thing. I'd rather be in that category than the former, but, I mean, just that's where we're at. So here we go. You're seeing this creature here is a teacher, and it's going to go through – how it pushes the buttons, how it uses um, weaponization of psychological – I mean it's a psyop. I, mean, <laughs> I was trying to explain this differently, but they're using the weaponization of different psychological techniques to manipulate and control the parents and the students. I mean she's going to get into it, but that's what she is talking about, or he – I don't know what the bleep it is. That's where this creature is – is discussing. So you put on your they live glasses and you will see exactly what I just said. They are using programming techniques. Just like the Bitterman coercion study. They are using addiction medicine specialist techniques of positive and negative reinforcements to pat on the head or scold those that get out of line. Here we go. Or if they even notice anything about it. Um, because it's built for non-white students. Um, and what I mean by that is like, if you look around and you interact with some of the materials I have, you'll you'll notice that there's like 
no white kids represented in that. Um, so just on like that, that very first level of multicultural education. And I don't think like my new students will mind, but you know, not a single white face there. Same. Good. I'm glad they kicked all those crackers out of, of all the coloring books that this creature has. And then she's going to go on to get into how, uh, how she's really pushing the, the anti heterosexual white male stuff. Here we go. With my coloring pages, I have a big stack of coloring pages that students can use. And not a single one with a person on it depicts a white person or character. Um, Cause I just kept looking for, for pages for them that they. Because the white characters are revolting and terrible and horrible. Uh, a big news flash for those of you who are not watching this. Yeah, this creature from the Black Lagoon here is Blanco. They'd relate to. Um, and then the only Disney princesses I have are Mulan and Moana because they're some of my favorites. And Yeah, the only princesses I have are these Disney creatures. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't have going off on the Disney channel. Coincidentally, they are not white. Um... Then another thing is my classroom library. Of course, literature is kind of dominated by straight, cis, white men. Oh my good grief. Literature is dominated by straight, cis, white men? Frick out of here. This is blasphemous. I'm glad we got creatures like this setting a record straight for these kids. So there is a good deal of that in my, um, in my books. But it is overpowered now from all the books that I've been purchasing to add on to my library that depict a lot of diverse peoples. By diversity, you mean gay, trans, lesbian, uh, otherwise homosexual. Um, whether that's people of color or I have like books on non-binary, trans, um, otherwise LGBTQ characters. Um, so there's just not a lot of adherence to the status quo on just that, like, base level of my classroom. So I'm kind of wondering if, I feel like some parents might, might have something to say about that. Oh, maybe, maybe there's like one or two people that are not completely cucked, brainwashed, brain dead, troglodyte idiots that might actually have the temerity. <laughs> To stand up to your communist mumbo jumbo. Um, I don't think if my so. experience with posh white parents in the past holds true for this year, we'll see. Whew. Man, we shall see indeed. I'm predicting that this creature's got nothing to worry about because I don't think there's a handful of people that have any sort of intestinal fortitude to stand up to this kind of garbage. I just don't think it exists, folks. Let me run through a little media blitz for you. What do we got? 39 minutes, 16 seconds. Let's go. Yale professor ripped for helping toddlers with their gender journey. New York Post, September 1st, 2022. Emily Crane. So we got a Yale professor wanting to help toddlers with their gender journey. Sounds a lot like that old Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton's Jocelyn Elders wants to reach down in their pants and, and help them in their gender journey, I guess. Maybe she's friends with Jocelyn Elders. Let's move on. 
It just gets worse. Cambridge scientists grow synthetic embryo. What was that? A synthetic embryo? Yeah, did you miss the memo? They don't want you around anymore. No, they want you dead. They want you dead, folks. That's what this whole trans LGBT elemental minor attracted person mess is all about. You see, if you're in one of those categories, there's no way for you to naturally have a child, you know? Unless, of course, you're playing Mr. Potato Head and you still got your working parts and members and things like that. So there's no way to actually have a child. So you got to have an implantation, a, a surrogate, or else you haven't chopped off the goodies yet. So otherwise, you actually just have to groom others into your cult. But, uh, I mean, that's what this whole thing's about. It's about eugenics. It's about death. That's why I say death cult. That's what's up. But fear not, because Cambridge scientists grow synthetic embryo with a brain and beating heart. I mean, this has been well known for a long time, I think, here, folks. But in case you missed it, technocracy.com, August 30th, 2022. Yeah, I mean, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. It was former President Barack Hussein Obama who supplied hundreds of millions in taxpayer funds to kickstart mapping the brain initiative by starting, excuse me, by stating that it was as important as mapping the human genome. In case you somehow missed it, folks, the Human Genome Project was all about this, too. Yeah, it's all about eugenics. It's all about weeding out those pesky weeds a la Margaret Sanger and the Negro Project. That's what it's all about. It ain't about the hokey pokey. It's about eugenics. It's about a death cult. It's about they want you dead. So that's what mapping the human genome was all about. That's why that got so much funding. One just a coincidence. This scientist says her discovery opens new possibilities to this to study the mechanisms of neurodevelopment in an experimental model. It's a model of death, folks. They want you dead. CNN.com. Common steroids used for asthma, allergies, linked to brain decline studies. Fine. That's coming at you August 30th from CNN Health. Uh, do you think there's a coincidence in this, man? I mean, do you think there's a coincidence in all the approved drugs that these uh, pharmacia cult members in the medical mafia were pushing for PSYOP-19 were killing people, were causing kidney failure? Do you think there's a problem here? Where the PSYOP-19 injecciones tienes problemas en el cerebro y en el corazón. Yeah, they cause brain and heart problems. They talk about a little stroke action. Did you see any of that stuff they've been pulling out of those clogged arteries? Did you see it, folks? Do you think there's a reason why all the ingredients for the things that you consume here in the States... Don't have those toxic ingredients in Europe and in other countries. 
Well, it's the same reason as CNN even says common steroids used for asthma and allergies linked to brain decline because they want you dead. Let's move on. Ontario Junior B hockey player dies during tournament. This is from the 31st also. Oh, he's 19 years old. He was playing hockey during a tournament and he suddenly just keels over and dies. This is disgusting, deplorable, and despicable that this has happened en masse to so many young people across the globe. It is reprehensible. Everyone should be outraged, enraged, sideways raged, and out there doing something about it. But alas, they're affirming the immorality. Their silence is indeed deafening. They are manifesting the delusion. Let's move on. Last one. Marjorie Taylor Greene swatted for a third time in less than a week. This is from thepostmillennial.com on the 27th of August, 2022. That's right. They want her dead even more than they want the average schmo dead because they see her as a threat. Oh, she's in one of those protected classes. She's a woman. Oh, dang. Oh, ding, dang, dong. Whatever we going to do. She has eyes to see and ears to hear. She's even been on that scary Alex Jones show, I tell you. Oh, my gosh. And she's friends with the, the governor of Florida. Oh, my goodness gracious sakes alive. This is even more dreadful than we had imagined. So, yeah, they keep swatting her house. This is these communist scumbags that call in some sort of emergency that deems the SWAT team be called out. And they are just hoping, praying, and sacrificing to their little satanic altars that they can get some boob or most likely some wind-up toy paid-off fed operative to go in there. and extinguish or eliminate the problem. Just like Gary Webb, huh? Same sort of op. Same sort of op. That's all we got time for today, folks. You can't do everything, but you can do something. Please get out there, do your part, and make that difference. Thank you for listening to The Anomic Age, a John Age project. For past shows, further info, and to comment, go to anomicage.com. That's A-N-O-M-I-C-A-G-E dot com. Till next time, thank you for listening to The Anomic Age. I'm <laughs> sorry.